hands off to Taylor. Taylor, big run. He's at the 45, 50, 40, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10. Touchdown! Jonathan Taylor, 67 yards. Hey guys, how are you? Welcome into a Sunday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Peralta and that audio clip, if you're watching on YouTube, you don't know what I'm talking about. But if you're listening, you heard the most expensive 70-yard run in the history of the Daily Juice. Jonathan Taylor's run at the end of the game where if he was doing the strategy thing, he goes down and then we win both teaser bets. Instead, turns into a two-unit loss on that run by Jonathan Taylor. And it hurt. Not going to sit here and lie. That hurt. It's the Daily Juice podcast here being brought to you by BetMGM, the $10 offer to win $100 on any event. Use that promo code JUICE150 at BetMGM or BetMGM.com. 10 bucks wins you 150 bucks for any bet, for any bet you make for 10 bucks using that promo code with a new account at BetMGM, JUICE150, that promo code. So yeah, that was a bad bad loss. I will make that bet a hundred times out of a hundred. Some of you are trying to say that it was a homer bet. I disagree. Some of you were saying that it's a bet you should make. I disagree. We had the under right and the under, if the Patriots had come back, I mean, start playing it out a little bit and you start realizing that, that the Patriots, a touchdown in overtime, the over may have hit the over 46, 46 and a half, somewhere in there, it was in play. So we teased it up to 52, which I think was the right move. Take the under. So that could have hit. Patriots come back. They played well in the second half. I had a live bet with Patriots minus three in the second half that came in, but we got one of the two prop bets right. Carson Wentz to throw a pick. That happened. Minus 105. That came in. And then we got the other bet wrong on Nick Folk to hit more than one and a half field goals. He kicked one. May have had a, a shot at the end to kick a second one, but the Patriots couldn't move the football. I don't know how Nikhil Harry's hit. I don't know how that Sandejo hit wasn't flagged. I don't know what the referees were doing all night with helmet to helmet. I mean, they were asleep when it came to receivers getting hit over the middle. It was kind of crazy to watch given how... How many flags are thrown every Sunday? They were like, well, we're not throwing flags because it's Saturday. I don't know. It was weird. But look, Patriots teaser was there and it was even backdoor there. The Patriots hadn't got a chance to kick a field goal there. So, I mean, Jonathan Taylor going down at the 10 yard line and letting the team take three knees and run the clock out was the right move. That's his, I mean, we've seen it. Other running backs do that. Jonathan Taylor wasn't going to do that. And it's funny because Colleen Wolf asked him about his fantasy numbers in the pregame show. I'm not sure you guys watched this, but Colleen Wolf actually thanked Jonathan Taylor for getting her into into her fantasy football playoffs. And I thought that was a really strange thing for a media member to do during an interview. One, no one cares, Colleen Wolf, about your fantasy team. But two, his answer was. Yeah, I get that a lot. You're welcome. Like he was very aware of the fact that Jonathan Taylor's resurgence, his stats had helped a lot of his fans. So I just wonder, was that going through his head when he went into the end zone? Because there was no reason to score that touchdown. In fact, it kept the Patriots in the game to score that touchdown. The smart thing would have been to go down. 
the right thing would have been to go down, but he didn't. He scored. Now, I get it. I mean, players like to score touchdowns, but we've seen other running backs in recent memory, Nick Chubb and others say, hey, winning the game is more important than me scoring a touchdown. So I'm not going to go and score a touchdown. He didn't do that. So I was screaming, go down, go down, go down. I thought he might go down. I thought the Patriots might catch him from behind and they didn't. And he scored. And so that turns into a two unit loss. Am I bitter? Of course. Am I mad as a Patriot fan? Not really. Because look, losing the game, fine. I mean, that's I had a personal money line bet on the Patriots, but that's fine. I lost that as well. But it's interesting because the Patriots had a blocked punt touchdown. The Patriots had a pick in the red zone and the Patriots had the referees should have called numerous flags over the middle. Didn't happen. The refs weren't their friends. And yet the Patriots were kind of right there, right? They were kind of, you know, right in the scheme of things. They had that one busted Dante Hightower missed the tackle and that sprung Jonathan Taylor. And frankly, Dante Hightower cannot miss that tackle. Like you just can't miss that tackle in that moment, but he did. And so Jonathan Taylor off to the races, he's gone touchdown Colts win. So really costly, but the Patriots played pretty well. I mean, they stuck around and I, I, I still will say this though. I mean, I still think the Patriots are in real trouble next week against the bills. I know a lot of you guys are like, wait, what? I'm serious. I've been saying this for three weeks. I thought the Patriots were going to win at Buffalo. I think they'll lose at home if the weather is right. Now the weather, we'll see what the weather looks like. It's, you know, December in Foxborough. It could be awful. It could be a snowstorm. It could be windy. It could be cold. It could be rainy. We'll see. But if the weather is like 45, 50 degrees and sunny, it's, it's uh-oh time for the Patriots offense. Okay. I, I think they're going to need to try to score 27, 30 points. And I just don't think they can do that to keep up with the bills. So next week I will be on the bills. I've been, I'm telling everybody I'm going to be on the bills, you know, pretty much three weeks ago <laughs> that the Bills should beat the Patriots and the Patriots, I think are getting into the postseason as a wild card. I, I still, I mean, I have a plus plus one ten bet on the Patriots to win the division. I still think they can win the division. I need them to win the division for that Belichick plus three fifty coach of the year bet to be really secure. He could still win it, but it's going to be a little more, more difficult if they're a wild card team and not winning the division outright. But you know, so here we are. Okay. So, Let's just talk about today for a second as a big picture. This is the most impossible NFL card ever. Not only are COVID, there are COVID problems all over the league. Not only have we seen multiple games be moved to Monday and Tuesday, games that were supposed to be played Saturday and Sunday, but now we've got lines of nine, 10, 11, 12, by the time Dan Harris and I get together for the live stream, and it's late here, I've, we watched that Jake Paul debacle, and I'll talk more about that here in just one second, but, you know, I was up watching that, so we st- this is being taped relatively late, by the time we do that live stream at 8 o'clock in the morning, Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern, I don't know what the lines are going to be, the lines might be just outrageously big, and laying double-digit favorites this year in the NFL has been pretty smart. It's been profitable just to lay the points, even though the public hates to do it. They don't like laying these big point spreads. I don't like laying big, big point spreads, but I mean, it's nuts. It really is crazy. And look, there are two games that I'm against the market. I bet the Titans minus one and a half. They are now catching one and a half and they qualify for a Wong teaser. So the Wong teaser, which is nine and four on the year. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Titans minus one and a half. Now they're catching one and a half. They may get teased up to seven and a half or higher. And then you got the Bengals at plus three. They qualify. And the Packers 
at minus seven, they qualify for a Wong teaser. So there are three teams that at the time right now of taping qualify to be part of the Wong teaser. I just don't know which three I'm going to take. I'm already on the Titans minus one and a half. So I'll probably stay away from that game. So I don't get burned like I did with the Patriots. Well, I lost two bets already. And well, this just feels like a teaser weekend to me. I, I just don't know what to do with any of these games. So I've got one teaser for you here to go along with my Titans bet. And I have one NBA bet to give you for a half a unit that you probably won't like. If you want to fade all these plays, I have no problem with you guys fading these picks. I really don't. But to call that Patriots bet a bad bet because I'm a Patriot fan is stupid. Okay, I'm sorry. That was not a bad bet. I will make that bet 100 times out of 100. Yeah, I lost. Okay, absolutely. But that was just a whole number of things had to go wrong for us to get there and have and losing bets or losing bets. But my process was right. The bet was right. The pick was right. It just didn't come in. That's part of gambling. Okay. That just, that just is what happens. It hurts. It stinks, but that's just part of gambling. So uh, I, I came back with my daily juice shirt today because it is the holiday season. So I thought let's wear it twice. Fantasypros.com slash shop to go and get up this bad boy. They got all different colors. You guys can wear this and it's in black and it's in gray and this is blue. If you can't really tell by the video, but fantasypros.com slash shop and then search daily juice. You guys can buy one of these t-shirts for yourself or for someone who is a big daily juice fan, cheap, inexpensive, you know, 15, 16 bucks for a t-shirt. It's not bad. And you guys can have it for the daily juice for Christmas coming up. So, uh, just a reminder on that as we get near the shipping deadline for Christmas to get it in time for Christmas, you want to get on that because we're running out of days before the big guy gets into his sleigh and heads on out to your neck of the woods. Okay, so like I mentioned, uh, Titans minus one and a half was the play we gave up before. I'm already on the wrong side of that. I like the Bengals plus three today, but they may be part of a teaser Packers as well. So we'll figure that whole thing out. We were watching the Jake Paul fight, and I'm just going to say this. Okay, It's hard to call something rigged because you don't have any evidence of it, except that Tyron Woodley dropped his hand. And I've never seen that. When you see a punch coming, you drop your hand. Jake Paul's been headhunting the entire night and you drop your hand and he got hit and he got hit hard enough that you could buy it being a knockout. But to knock him cold like that, to stiffen him up, mm, it's hard for me to get my head around that. But Tyron Woodley, Ben Askren and Nate Robinson are not professional boxers. Okay, so if you like Jake Paul, good for you. I'm glad you like Jake Paul. It's entertainment. Boxing, for the most part, is a money grab, right? I mean, all combat sports, it's it's a money grab, but in any form or fashion, it's just it's the oldest form of gambling. It's the oldest form of entertainment that we have, you know, one man versus another man. And let's see who wins, who's stronger in a certain discipline. But until Jake Paul fights anybody with a real professional fight, for boxing on their record, I'm not going to respect Jake Paul. It's a sideshow. If you buy into it, congratulations. That's great. I will never buy into it. I won't buy the fights. I have other means of finding my way to watching those fights. And, you know, it's just doing it my due diligence. But, you know, I actually thought Woodley was live and I put a very small 20 buck, 25 buck bet on Woodley to win the fight at plus 275 because I thought a trilogy fight would have made even more money for Jake Paul. But 
didn't happen. Instead, he gets the, as <laughs> the DAZN boxing Twitter handle called it an iconic moment. Give me a break. That was not an iconic moment. Okay. That, that's just such an embarrassment to call that of all the things in boxing. But that's where boxing is, unfortunately, right? We're searching around and we're, and we're instead we're, we're caught with, you know, a YouTuber. <laughs> a YouTuber. Oh, boy. So, you know. He'll never fight Canelo. He'll never fight. He won't fight a pro fighter. He won't fight anybody with a real pro fight on their record. Uh, I'll say that. He'll never fight anybody with a real pro boxing fight. And people in Discord channel were confused what it means to be a professional boxer. Guys, if you're paid to box, you're a pro boxer. That's all it really means. Okay. So like Jake Paul being a professional boxer, um, if somebody pays you to fight, you're a professional boxer. That's it. (laughs) That's how hard it is to become a pro boxer. So, all right, I got two plays for you, one full unit teaser and one NBA play to give you guys here. I am, I'm befuddled by the entire card, okay? So let's just start with the 49ers. We have an early play on Titans minus one and a half, right? So we've got the New Orleans Saints at Tampa Bay and we have the 49ers at home against Atlanta. All right. They're laying nine points. San Francisco this year against the spread is six and seven. So is Atlanta six and seven at home. San Fran is two and four against the number. Atlanta on the road is six and two against the number, but the Niners have been playing much better recently. Niners are hot. Actually, in my opinion, Niners have won four of the last five games. Impressive win against Cincinnati. They're doing it with defense. Two of the last three games for Atlanta, they have won, but it's against Jacksonville and Carolina. Not very impressive. They lost to Dallas, New England, and Tampa by 13, 25, and 40. Okay. Legitimate playoff teams. Atlanta is not a legitimate playoff team. Now, Atlanta, for us, when it comes to bets, I would love to see Atlanta win this game because they're six and seven. I need two more wins this year from the Falcons to get over their win total of seven and a half. Do I think they're going to get there? I don't know. I would love this to be the seventh. I don't think that's going to happen, unfortunately, just simply because I don't think Atlanta is a very good football team. And in in particular, you put Atlanta on the road on the West Coast, and I just can't really get around Atlanta here. But they are five and two on the road. Okay, straight up five and two. They've got Niners on the road, Lions at home at the Bills and home for the Saints. That Saints game very well might be for the bet. Because I think the 49ers are going to win this game here with their running attack. And I think they're going to be able to move the football here against this Atlanta defense. Because I simply do not like this Atlanta defense. However, nine points seems to be very, very heavy. Niners run the ball 4.3 yards per carry. Atlanta gives up 4.2 yards per rush. 117 yards on the ground here. Nearly one touchdown rushing a game. San Fran runs 1.3 touchdowns a game. I'm going to tease this to three. Okay. I'm going to take the nine and I'm going to tease it down to three 49ers at home laying three against Atlanta. I think they win the game by seven to 10 points. So I think the teaser is a smart play here to kind of move this number down. I just feel like nine feels heavy because of Atlanta's five and two mark on the road, but maybe this number should be a little higher. I don't know, but I don't think Atlanta wins the game outright. So that's why I'm going to tease the Niners minus three San Francisco first leg. 
second leg. So we have Titans early, Atlanta in the late window, and then the night window. Sunday night football. Okay. New Orleans at Tampa. Numbers 11 and a half. Man, that's a crazy number. This New Orleans team beat Tampa with Jameis the first matchup. Okay. Beat them by nine as four point home dogs. You know, Tampa's angry about this. Tampa can clinch to the division with a win. Tampa is seven and six straight up. Sorry, seven and six against the spread so far this year. They are five and one at home against the spread. However, New Orleans is six and seven against the spread this year, but they're five and three on the road. They're a better road team against the spread than they are a home team. New Orleans has been bad. They have lost five of the last six games, but they did blow out the Jets last week. Okay. Lost by two to Atlanta, two to Tennessee, 11 to Philadelphia, 25 to Buffalo, and 10 to the Dallas Cowboys. This is a big rivalry game. I'm going to tease this down from 11 and a half down to five and a half. Okay. 49ers minus three, Tampa Bay minus five and a half, one unit minus 120. Okay. Two bets, three games. I will have a long teaser during the live stream, 11 a.m. Eastern, YouTube for betting pros. I will have one more full unit bet. Wong teaser will be played. What it's going to be, I'm not sure. We'll see. I do have one NBA play to give you for a half a unit. And I may only have two player props going. I may have four. I don't know. But here is a half a unit play that I'm going to do it. I'm going to step in front of this train that is the Cleveland Cavaliers. The Cleveland Cavaliers have covered 14 consecutive times. The number is minus five. Atlanta minus five is where I got this tonight. Atlanta at home is seven and eight against the spread, but it has been a rough run for them at home. Okay. Last three times at home, home for Denver. They laid three and a half points. They lost by 18. Houston. Okay. Laying 10 and a half, lost by six. Brooklyn laying, uh, lost by eight. One caveat. So last three, sorry, last five games at home, the Hawks have failed to cover. Okay. Last five and now you got a 14 14 straight covers coming in here they won by 35 against houston two games ago in the game that we bet that nice tried to get in front of this because of houston and we lost if trey is out i'm punting okay fyi if trey's not available i'm out of this bet all right so this bet is made with trey there if trey plays so just fyi it's official for right now unless we see a big out. And if we don't see Trey play in this game, I'm not going to back the Atlanta Hawks at home. Okay. He's questionable. We'll see if he's able to play here. And I mean, I don't know. We'll see what Trey Young looks like. Okay. But if Trey Young is playing in this game, we'll be in it. Okay. Hawks minus five at home against the Cavaliers, which is so crazy. But I've been on, you know, without DeAndre Hunter, they've been tough. Bogdanovich is out. That's been tough. But Trey Young is day-to-day. We'll see what he winds up happening. Last time out at uh, home against Denver, which was, what, yesterday? Yeah, that was, uh, was, no, two, yeah, it was two days ago. Lost 133 to 115. <laughs> it is kind of crazy to watch. They lost by 18 points as late. Yes, three and a half point home, home favorites. Lost by 18 and a half. But again, Need Trey Young to play. If Trey Young plays, we'll say that the the streak ends here for the Cleveland Cavaliers. 14 consecutive. They're on a back-to-back. Played last night and covered. 
Here they are with 14 straight. I'll get it. I'll get involved here. I'll still get in front of this train one more time. Okay. One more time. Half a unit. I lost a half a unit bet already. If it happens again, then I'm done. There'll be a one full unit loss on trying to fade the Cavaliers and pick when this streak is going to end. Again, if Trey Young's available. So Trey Young's got to play. But if Trey Young plays, I think the Hawks are due here. They're eight and seven straight up at home. They've been ice cold at home. They're due to have a crazy game, have a crazy shooting game, and the legs are due to go for the Cleveland Cavaliers here. Numbers probably a little bit lower than it's supposed to just because Cleveland's been covering so much. Line probably should be a little bit higher. If you look at the numbers here, I mean, Cleveland's been, it's been absolutely crazy to look, to look at Cleveland, but now they are 19 and 12. They're first in the central. They've won six games in a row after winning. Uh, no, yeah, after, after winning against the Bucks last night. So now you've got a 119, 190 performance for them. <laughs> like, what the? They've won on this streak one, two, three, four, five, six games in a row that they've won. They've won these games 115, 92, 123, 106, 117, 103, 105, 94, 124, 89, and 119, 90. So here we go with the back to back. Played last night. Bucks were shorthanded. So they get this victory. Again, as long as the Hawks aren't shorthanded and they've got Trey Young, I'll go and lay the five here with the Hawks. If Trey Young is out, this number probably will crash. And I'm guessing this number will be somewhere like around like three, two, maybe a pick. I don't know. I don't know how many points you want to give the Trey Young, but. Let's watch that. But if Trey Young is good to go here for this game, it is a 7.30 Eastern time tip. So we'll have some time during the day to figure out what's going on with this before it officially goes live. But right now, that's going to be the play. Hawks to cover minus five at home against the Cavaliers to break the streak. (laughs) Yes, I'm getting in front of this. Maybe I'm stupid. Hawks have been my team this year, but they've been ice cold. I said last five games they've not covered. It's a tough day. You want to fade all these bets? I'm not going to get upset at all because it's a tough day. I'm expecting to be kind of, well, probably into the McAllen coming up later on today here on the podcast. I will talk to you for the daily for the uh, betting pros. Uh, Daily Juice live stream coming up with Dan Harris and myself, 11 a.m. Eastern time on the betting pros YouTube channel. Once again, we are going Bucks minus five and a half Niners minus three for one unit. Hawks minus five for a half a unit player props all to come to me a, such a hard week. I mean, this day for player props. Are you kidding me? How many players are out and ugh, just a bad Sunday, but we've got football Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. How many games we got college games to bet on Wednesday, bowl games on Wednesday. It's a crazy time of the year. My name is Matt Peralta. Follow me on Twitter at sports talk, Matt. Each and every morning, it's the Daily Juice Podcast, always being brought to you by BetMGM.